You're listening to the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast. Hello and welcome back to this 85th episode of the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast. I'm your host, Sean, Senior Editor here at Post-Apocalyptic Media. And 85, wow. So we have 15 left until episode 100. That's uh, it's, it's quite a milestone, especially considering we've been doing this for a couple years. And uh, I have to plan something, right? I have to plan something special. But in the meantime, we have news to talk about, right? That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. It's the news. It's the post-apocalyptic news. So I wanted to begin this one talking about a uh, something for the Walking Dead fans out there who I know... You know, that's kind of something I talk about a lot, but there's a lot of there's a lot of Walking Dead news out there, especially now. You know, we have the uh, the show is coming back in October, which will show the last, uh, you know, last few episodes of the final season. So that's a big deal. October's right around the corner. I mean, September is here, right? October's the next month. It's crazy. How does this happen? But uh, anyway, so in Walking Dead news, there's uh, there's this article that Stephanie wrote up that has to do with missing characters, right? We have characters, this happens all the time. There are characters that show up and then they disappear. We don't really hear from them again. We don't really know what happens to them. But in the case of Heath, who came, I think he came around season six or so, but I know last time we saw him was season seven. We, he wasn't there for very long, but we saw him uh, at the end of season seven or that was his last time was in season seven. And there was actually a clue about his disappearance. We haven't seen him again, but there was a card that Tara picked up and it had uh, three P's on it. It said PPP. And I think a lot of people maybe missed that. You know, they didn't kind of catch on what that meant. Um, In World Beyond, which is one of the spinoffs, there's actually more hints about what happened to him. And... The, well, the the gist of it is, I don't think this is really any spoilers, but way back in 2018, Angela Kong said that, uh, that Heath was actually taken by the same people who took Rick. So, you know, Rick is getting a spinoff now. He's getting this spinoff show with Michonne. So maybe we'll see Heath in that spinoff. I mean, that's quite a stretch for me to say that, but it's, you know, it's a possibility because we've seen more of Heath in World Beyond. Anyway. So the the point here is that it sometimes when the writers for Walking Dead take a character away, it's they they probably realize that you didn't forget about them, you know, and the, and they're writing them into either a spinoff or something like that. I think that makes it really interesting because then when once you watch the spinoff, it's not just you know the Rick and Michonne one isn't just Rick and Michonne. It's actually brings in some other characters here and there. Uh, Tales of the Walking Dead, which I'll talk about more in a little bit, that, as I talked about last episode, had D in it, who is also known as Alpha in the you know main show. So we we get to see this a lot where they and you know Fear the Walking Dead has tons of of crossover here and there. So I mean, it I think it's pretty cool. It, it brings it all together. If you're just a big fan of the main series and maybe you haven't seen the spinoffs, then then these spinoffs will will kind of bring it home for you where you can say, Hey, I know that character. That's what happened to that character. So I think it's a pretty interesting thing they're doing. And it, and I don't know of any other shows that could really pull that off. 
like that. You know, it's it's kind of a a thing that only Tales, uh, well, Walking Dead can do with all the spinoffs. So very interesting stuff. Um, and I'll just go ahead and get into my Tales of the Walking Dead um, stuff for this week because I, like I said last time, I'd like to talk about each episode as it comes out. Now, last episode I talked about the um, the the episode that came out on AMC Plus. Right? If you don't have AMC Plus, you're going to be seeing these these episodes a week uh, late. Right? Um, so you pay the five dollars a month, whatever it is, and you get a week early access to these episodes. Um, I, I bought, I think I got AMC plus and some kind of deal for a year early. Uh, maybe it was November, some, somewhere around the holidays and it's super cheap, $2 a month, something like that. I went ahead and got it. Uh, totally worth it. You know, great channel. Um, so I've been watching these a week early, I guess you could say. And the, the most recent one I saw was the episode four. And that's called Amy slash Dr. Everett. It stars uh, Anthony Edwards, who you might know from, I mean, he's been in ER. He's been in, he was in the original Top Gun. It's weird. You have to say the original Top Gun now because there's a new, <laughs> a new Top Gun. So you have to say the original Top Gun. Um, and then it has uh, Poppy Liao. I think you pronounce her last name, Lou, maybe. Um, she plays Amy. And so here's the thing. Here's how it goes. Uh, I won't give any spoilers. Because I feel like there's, you know, there's some good stuff in there that shouldn't be spoiled. And it, it hasn't come out yet for everyone, too. Uh, so Dr. Everett is this researcher. He's, you know, he's at the very beginning, he's narrating this nature documentary where he's talking about how he's researching the zombies, right? And he calls them uh, homo mortis, which I imagine basically means, you know, dead humans. And so he's he's researching them. He's researching their migratory patterns, their psychology, if you can believe that. They actually have a psychology. Um, he, he's, he's researching, their, you know, everything about them, trying to find out more information because he's he's actually continuing this this research from another person who I won't you know, give that away. But that's a it's it's a, a, a passion project for him to to continue this research. So Amy comes along and she's separated from her group and she's in trouble. Um, he helps her out, but he doesn't help her out for the reasons you might think. And, uh, you know, which is to save her life. He's not really concerned about her life. <laughs> um, and, and it goes back and forth. So they, they, the whole episode is essentially him talking about his research, her talking about how he needs to get away from his research and join her group and him, you know, resisting. Um, I feel like the episode was pretty good. It was probably probably my second favorite after last week's uh, episode three. Episode three is by far my favorite. This one is not really a close second. It's it's probably a close, well, second and third. My third favorite would probably be episode one. This would be my, so maybe second and third place would be pretty close, but episode two is last. I don't think that I don't think I have to say that very much to, uh, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It's not horrible. It's just different. Anyway, so episode four, uh, it's very wordy. I, I did a review on it on the site and I called it wordy and rushed because I feel like there's a whole scene where they're traveling in the forest and they're just talking about 
everything. Like he's talking about his entire research and his entire life and all this stuff. And she's talking about her entire life. And I feel like you wouldn't really do that in a situation like that. I don't know. I'm not a talkative person, believe it or not. I sit here and talk my brains out on this show, but I'm not very talk, uh, very talkative person in, in person. Uh, so I don't really get that kind of thing. You know, if I meet someone, I'm going to be like, hey, how's it going? And they're going to be like, how are you doing? I'm going to be like, fine. <laughs> that's, that's the Gen X in me. You know, we, we don't tell people what's actually going on with us. We just say fine. Uh, so, so it's a little foreign to me, a little, you know, unusual for them to be talking so much. And also it's not only that, it's not only the, the nature of the talking, it's just the fact that it's so, it seems so fake. Um, the things they're talking about are like just so intricate and they're trying to get so much information all together in one episode. You know, it's like a 42 minute episode and they're trying to get all this backstory and all this information into this little, this little segment. Um, now they did bring up some really cool theories that kind of answer questions from the main show about the zombies, stuff that stuff that he's researched that I'm sure fans have written in and said, well, what about this? Why isn't this been answered? And so they're kind of answering those. That's cool. I like that. Um, but I feel like a lot of it is so rushed and there's parts after that. I won't, I won't get into any further, but there's a lot after that where it's very, very rushed. A lot of things happen. There's no breathing room between scenes. It's just very packed full of, um, just trying to get a lot of information out there. Um, and it, it really ruined it for me. I feel like even Anthony Edwards, who, you know, he's an accomplished actor, right? He's been in a lot of stuff since the eighties. Um, I don't think he, he did a really great job. And I feel like maybe a lot of that fault was on the writing. I feel like they were like, you know, here's a bunch of stuff you have to say, <laughs> make sure you get all this stuff in here. By the way, we only have 42 minutes. Um, here you go and go. Right. So I, I wasn't a big fan of it, but like I said, probably my second favorite, which isn't saying much. Um, there's two more episodes left, five and six for Tales of the Walking Dead. Um, I'm, I still, I'm very optimistic about these last two episodes because I love anthologies. I love Walking Dead and I just really want to see this work. I want to see this succeed and, and so they can do a season two, right? So here's holding out hope. Here's uh, crossing my fingers that this will happen. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, I think, uh, you know, the, the new episode should be coming out on Sunday. Um, so this episode, if you know, if you don't have AMC plus, you'll be seeing this one on Sunday. Definitely worth a watch though. If you're, if you're a walking dead fan, I think it's definitely worth a watch. I, and I just, I would be curious to know if people agree with my assessment, but we'll see. All right. Next up we have Handmaid's Tale season five, which is not released yet. But it's coming up very soon, September 14th. We'll be seeing the next, uh, and I think it's the last season of Handmaid's Tale. Um, they've been releasing little tale, little uh, trailers. I almost said ta tales, ta tales, ta tailors, Handmaid's Tailors. Uh, trailers of the show showing a lot of, uh, a lot of anger, you know, and, and a lot of, uh, you know, people running around and, and, Elizabeth Moss is up close of her face, you know, the, the kind of the usual stuff. Um, but what's interesting, Stephanie wrote a, an article about the 
they have all the titles and descriptions set for the Hulu show. A little bit, you know, a little bit early. So I'm not going to go through all these, but um, if you go through, the, I think this was on Reddit, they have all these. But So episode one and episode two will both be coming out at the same time on September 14th. They're both directed by Elizabeth Moss. Um, the first one, episode one, it's described as June struggles as she considers her next move after killing Fred. Serena is left reeling after the death of her husband. Now, if you haven't seen uh, season four, I'm very sorry for spoiling that for you. <laughs> go go watch season four. Uh, and then episode two, it, it's called Ballet. It says June and Luke attend a ballet. Serena says goodbye to Fred. Janine and Esther uh, accompany Lydia to a gathering at the Putnam house. So they don't tell a lot, right? Little one sentence, two sentence descriptions, but it, it gets you kind of ready for, you know, what's to come. Uh, and then, of course, after that, they're going to release the episodes every week. So, you know, September 21st, episode three will come out and so on. Uh, and that will be on Hulu. And it looks like there are 10 episodes total. And they're all right around between 50. Well, some of them are a little bit. It looks like some of them are like 43, I think is the shortest. Uh, episode five will be 43 minutes. All the way up to a minute, about 57 minutes. So, I mean an hour. I said a minute. I'm in an hour. So 57 minutes will be episode two. So so you get the gist of it. Between 43 minutes and an hour. Um, so that's pretty much on par with the way it's been before. Um, although the last two episodes, I think they don't have the, uh, the, the length of those episodes. So we'll have to see how that goes. And that goes all the way until November. November 9th will be episode 10. So we have a while, right? Also, we have a review on the site from Tina for Alone Frozen, which is the spinoff of Alone, the normal show that, uh, you know, that's been on for a few years now. Uh, Alone Frozen is more of a, it you know, kind of colder. It doesn't have Elsa and Anna. It doesn't have Elsa and Anna. It has, it's actually, <laughs> it's just a much colder Alone, right? Uh, episode three is out. And she gives a full review and recap of it. And I will not share any of that because it has, it's pretty much all spoilers. So if you've seen the episode, check that out. See if you agree with her recap and review. Uh, but if not, maybe wait till you see it, right? All right. I wanted to mention uh, a, a podcast that I'm on. Not this one. It's another one. And it's <laughs> actually, I've, I, last week I recorded five podcasts which is crazy. Uh, and so I have this one. I have Through the Aftermath, which is the normal podcast. I guess normal. I say normal, but it's we've been doing it for 13 years now, uh, my uh, co-host Jonathan and I. And we don't do it very often. Like, for example, the last time we've done an episode, you know, before last week was almost two years ago, uh, December of 2020. So... It's not updated very often, but we'll just jump on when we get a chance and record some some stuff. And we talk about, you know, the latest post-apocalyptic stuff. It's kind of, it's very similar to this one, but not updated at all. <laughs> and also there's another person, so that makes a giant difference. Um, but I recorded that. I recorded a double-spaced podcast, which is the one that Tina and I do together. It's all about, um, you know, sci-fi writing tips and, and stuff like that and all about sci the sci-fi genre and, and, and things like that. Uh, 
I and so this then I of course I recorded this one. I recorded another one and and uh, then I recorded this one that I wanted to talk about. That's about AI art. Now, if you've listened to the show, you know that I love AI art, right? I talk about it all the time. Well, recently. And there's a podcast called AI Art Collection. And they only, they, they've only done one episode. And I was on the second one. So I'm very honored to be on the second episode. I feel like that's, uh, you know, AI art is exploding right now. And I, I feel... Like, this is probably going to be a pretty popular podcast at one point. Um, so the host, who is Irish, he has a great accent. I absolutely love Irish accents. He uh, he interviewed me uh, about my, you know, what I feel about AI art, you know, as a traditional artist. And, and if I feel like it's a, a bad thing or a good thing. And, and I talk a lot about the cover art I did for the anthology that is currently on Kickstarter. Check it out. Um, <laughs> talked about it last week, but it's a you know it's a Kickstarter anthology with nineteen different authors, and it's 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 on it's not a Kickstarter anthology. It's a, it's a sci-fi anthology currently on Kickstarter. Check that out. Um, but anyway, so this podcast it's really great. He interviewed me with some really in-depth questions, and and I feel like I probably answered them all well. I don't know, uh, but if you are not sick of my voice, go check that out. AIartcollection.com. I will put a link to the podcast in the show notes for today. Um, but spread the word about that. It's a brand new podcast. He just started out, and I think it's um, I think it's you know I think he's doing a great job. Of course, because he interviewed me, right? Uh, so, last thing I want to talk about in this episode, which you're looking at it right now and going, "What already? He's already done." No, well, I have a lot to talk about this one. Um, so we have our writing contest, speaking of writing, right? Our second annual writing contest. Uh, we did this last year and it was a big hit. It was actually way bigger than I thought it would be. We had a lot of entries and, uh, Tina and I went through, we were the judges on this and we went through and we read all the entries and just completely exhausted ourselves. So now we're going to just do it to ourselves again and, uh, and hopefully make it even bigger this year. So. What is this, you know, writing contest? What does it mean? Well, this is our second annual, so we've 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 learned from our mis mistakes from last year, right? I'm just kidding. We didn't make any mistakes. We never make mistakes on this show or site. Um, so the contest is you have between two thousand and five thousand words, short story, right? So that qualifies, um, and. It has to be post-apocalyptic. It has to take place after some kind of global catastrophe, right? Can't be about, you know, the people getting ready for an apocalypse. It can, you know, those kind of things don't count. Um, so it, there's no entry fee. This is completely free, which is pretty unheard of for a writing contest. A lot of them will charge, you know, five, ten dollars because they want to use that money for the prize money, right? Well, Derek has been very gracious and, uh, you know, generous with the prize money on this one because he actually raised it. Last year, it was $200 for first place and $100 for second place. This year, the grand prize was bumped up to $300. Um, so that's pretty cool. I'm, re I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about people getting into this and reading these stories because I had a lot of fun last year. Uh, and, and I think I've mentioned it, but the winners 
from last year and a few others who I selected from the entrance from last year uh, are in this anthology that I'm making. Did I mention the anthology? It's on Kickstarter right now. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, they were able to get onto that anthology based on, you know, the quality of their writing that I, I liked from from the contest, right? Well, this year it's kind of, it's going to be basically the same thing, um, except for this anthology through the aftermath, it's on Kickstarter right now, is a kind of my thing, you know, it's my project that I've wanted to do for a long time. We're probably most likely 95% sure going to make a an anthology just for post-apocalyptic media that will include the winners from this current writing contest, the one that's going to start today, September 1st. Um, so that's exciting for me because I love making these anthologies and I'm very excited about the fact that we can get more people in from this contest, right? Get more fans of the of the site and, and, uh, and of the podcast, right? Everybody who enters this is a fan of the podcast, I'm sure. Uh, so uh, some more rules about this. Of course, it has to be original work. Can't you know, ever been, have ever been published before in anything else. Um, two to 5,000 words written in English has to be post-apocalyptic. You have to be 18 or older. That's a pretty general worldwide law <laughs> for entering contests and stuff, but there's no purchase necessary. One entry per person. Um, it's open to anyone worldwide. Now, last year we gave away a physical prize. We're not doing that this year because there's a lot of <laughs> little sticky points about sending physical things for a prize, uh, you know, worldwide to other countries. A few countries have very, very strict laws about accepting prizes from the U.S. I don't know why. And it's surprisingly like Quebec, you know, America's hat right there, right? <laughs> in Canada, uh, has very, very strict laws about, uh, about, you know, accepting prizes from other countries. Um, and there are a lot of other, there's some European countries like that too. So we're doing away with the physical aspect of it. No more physical prizes and it's all going to be cash money, right? And cash money and a, uh, the, the, I, I, I want to say possibility, but it's, pretty much a sure thing the, you know the possibility of being in the uh, anthology um you know once we get that set up and i'm talking about the winners not everyone so what else uh post-apocalyptic media employees are not eligible so that means i cannot win this contest i just i'm gonna have to just say sorry i can't win this one guys and not and not even enter <laughs> uh and then uh so we also don't really go after any strong rights. You know, we don't want rights to your story forever. We do want it just as far as the contest and as far as the possibility of doing an anthology. That's it, right? So there's a contract that goes over all that kind of stuff that, you know, you'd have to sign and all that, you know, at that point. But that's that's all. Nobody wants to hear about that stuff. Uh, we don't want any ownership rights. We don't want any copyright rights. Copyright rights. Uh, and that's it. So all judgments are final. So when does this start? It starts today. As of the time you're reading this, it's or hearing this, um, you it, it already started. It started at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time on September 1st. Uh, and then it ends on December 16th at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time. So that'll give you a few months. I think last year we started it 
at the end of September. So, you know, we have almost another full month to, uh, to get this ready. Um, it's, it's a short story, you know, and I actually lowered the word count. It was last year it was 3000 to 5,000 words. So I've lowered it to 2000 to 5,000. Um, I feel like I really like concise short stories. I feel like they do a good job, but you know, we kept it up to 5,000 in case you want to go up there. Uh, it's a pretty common word count for a short story also. So, um, you know, there's that. Um, and what we'll do is once we get to that point, we'll announce the winners, we'll email the winners and let them know, and then we'll announce it at the end of the year. And we're going to publish the stories on the website, postapocalyptic.com, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of a big deal, right? And then first prize is $300 publication of the story on the website. We'll do an interview and that interview can either be here on the podcast or written on the site itself. Uh, and then, you know, we'll promote it. We'll promote your story, all that stuff on our social media. And then the inclusion uh, of the story in our anthology. Second place is similar. There's a $100 prize. Publication on the website, heavy promotion on social media, and inclusion in the anthology. So that removes the interview, basically the interview, and, it, you know, $200 less. And then third place is publication of the story, heavy promotion on our social media platforms, and inclusion in the anthology. Um, there, it's a possibility that more than just the top three will be in the in the anthology. Um, we would like to, you know, honor those others, a few others, not all, but a few others who have entered, and uh, and put those in the anthology as well. But of course, in the anthology, in the description of the story, we're going to note if it was a winner or, you know, what place and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited about this. This is something that I look forward to every year. And I say every year, but, you know, this is our second year of doing it. So <laughs> for the last two years, I've looked forward to doing this. Uh, it was very exciting last year. It was a lot of work, but I really love reading. And I think it, uh, I think it's a fun, you know, a fun little project for people to get into. I, I'm a big fan of contests. And uh, I go on Readsy. Readsy has a a listing. A, it's a very very current listing of of uh, you know sci-fi and just any kind of genre you can think of, subgenre, uh, fantasy and horror and romance and all that kind of stuff. And and they have contest listings for all that stuff. So if you're into contests and you after you enter this one, of course, uh, check out Readsy. They have a lot. It's R E E D S Y. If you don't. Uh, if I'm not saying that <laughs> clearly enough, which is very possible. Um, so yeah, go on there and check out. There's tons of great contests on there for, for writers, a lot of short story, poetry, things like that. There's even full novel contests, which I don't know how they judge that. That's crazy. So uh, yeah, so check this out on the site. We have more about that there. Um, if you're interested, I encourage everyone who's interested to, to go ahead and, uh, and enter you know, just even if you have a story that you've been sitting on, maybe one you haven't finished, maybe you finished one, it's just been sitting there and you don't know what to do with it. Well, here you go. Dump it on us. Just as long as it hasn't been published before. That's the only real uh, sticking point. But um, so th this whole like short story thing that I've been fascinated with for the last couple of years is, uh, is is just a huge passion of mine right now. 
Um, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'm actually doing an anthology. And also, I don't know if I mentioned it, it's on Kickstarter right now. So check that out. It's called Through the Aftermath. Um, I, you know, I, I, I keep mentioning it as it, you know, to be funny, but it's actually done really well. And it has, uh, it, it, it met its goal last week. I think I mentioned in the podcast in two days and I'm very excited about it. And, you know, truth be told from a serious standpoint, this is a big deal to me because I'd like to do this more often, not only with post-apocalyptic media, you know, with the short story contest winners and all that anthology, but also more on my own. You know, I think it's a, I think it's a fun project. I love herding cats. I don't know why. I just love doing it. No, the the authors have actually been really, really great. Um, this one has 19 authors, and uh, they've all been so great. I mean, there's you know professionals who do this all the time, and they know the steps. And then there's first time writers who I have to explain the steps, and I just love it. I love doing that. I love helping people out, and also getting this kind of thing together. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Very, very cool. Um, what else do we have going on? I think that's it. I think for this episode, that's probably about it. We have um, coming up, we have Handmaid's Tale, of course, on September 14th. September is going to be a, a good month. Uh, we just had C, season three launch. I haven't checked it out yet, but I want to check that out. I love C. C is one of my favorite shows. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see that. Am I right? Uh, but Last of Us Part 1 Remake is supposed to come out on September 2nd, which is Friday. Uh, Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale Season 5 premieres on September 14th on Hulu. Dystopia. Okay, see, I love this. We have Dystopia Rising Georgia Weekend Small Group Camp. We have that on our calendar because... We are doing more for events too. You know, there are a lot of events out there, post-apocalyptic immersion events where you get together with friends and you dress up like, you know, Mad Max characters and you just hang out. You drink and you cook food and, you know, you just camp and hang out and it's a lot of fun. Uh, there's usually music, entertainment, things like that going on. It's, it's really cool. Um, and September, well, this time of year, you know, when, when the weather starts getting a little cooler, but it's not too cold, uh, at least in this part of the country, um, it's, this is kind of, you know, convention season and, and event season. So we have this dystopia rising Georgia, uh, thing going on and, uh, and check that out. You know, you can do a Google search for that because dystopia rising is all over the, I think it's all over the world. I'm pretty sure, uh, wasteland weekend, the big one. The big mama of all post-apocalyptic events is starting on September 28th. That is less than a month away. If you have not made your costume yet, it's it's almost time to start making it, right? You have about three weeks to start. Um, so that'll be September 28th. It goes for five days. Big, big event. I wish I was going, but I'm not going this year. Uh, Vesper, the movie is coming out at the end of the end of the month on September 30th. That looks like a really great movie. We've written about it. I've talked about it here a little bit, but uh, we've written about it on the site. Definitely check that out. Um, yeah, and September is going to be big. And then, of course, we get into the fall. We have a lot more events, a lot more movies, and we start getting into to, you know, the, the holiday season, and we have all the holiday release. So there's a lot going on. October starts The Walking Dead, right? A lot of great stuff going on. So 
Um, we have all that on our calendar, which is on our website at postapocalyptic.com, or you can go to postapocalypticmedia.com if you like typing a few extra characters. That's fine. Uh, we have this, uh, this podcast. We do this every week. We also have a Twitch channel, which has just, oh, I'm so excited, it has just become an affiliate which means it opens up all these extra things that we can do in the channel. Uh, extra emotes and extra, you can like spend bits to, it's, it's a whole thing, right? Twitch, it's an incredible thing. Uh, so we the Twitch channel is fun. I stream games. I stream only post-apocalyptic games every week, um, usually on Wednesdays, sometimes also on Tuesdays or Fridays also. So it depends on my schedule, but um, this week I'm doing well. You won't you won't hear it this week, but this week I'm going to do uh, No Place Like Home, which is a kind of a survival. It's a little cutesy, but it's a post-apocalyptic survival farming sim kind of a game. Uh, has some very unique features in it, and uh, I played it about a year ago, I think, when it was when it came out in early access. Now it's officially launched. Has tons of updates, so I'm excited to try it out. Um, but that's on our Twitch channel. Um, check that out. Watch me play some games. Watch me stumble through some games. It's it's a lot of fun. But again, I want to thank everyone for listening. I really appreciate every one of you. I appreciate uh, you checking out the website, our social media. Don't forget about that little anthology thing on Kickstarter. Don't forget to check that out. I don't know if I mentioned it yet. And, uh, and check out the writing contest, right? If you are a writer and you're interested in that, definitely check that out. So again, thanks everyone for listening. Um, and as always, stay alive out there and always be ready for the big one. Bye-bye.